0: Now here is your host.
1: What's up, everybody? Jensen Cummings here. Thank you as always for tuning in. That one felt really good. I've been I've been a little subdued on the what's up, everybody, getting that intro going because we've had a lot of heavy topics lately with uh, Mental Health Awareness Month. And hope everyone's doing well out there. But our guest today has me fired up. We're gonna be talking to Sean Walshef of Cali Barbecue Media. You know, this is episode what is this? Besser Podcast 320. Guys, so many shows. Think differently on restaurant hiring, uh, part of Workplace is Worth Working, episode eight of this uh, series. And Sean, somebody who I really, really look up to in this moment because It is such a struggle being an owner operator at any time. Myself, I struggle with it and failed epically multiple times at that. And to make a transition like Sean has, and of course, I'll let Sean speak to that, and especially in this time to really think differently about restaurant hiring. We have to stop being transactional. I've talked about that again and again. I will never shut up about it. We need to stop selling food, start telling stories. Same thing with the jobs. We can't just offer a job and say, hiring line cooks $14 an hour based on experience, apply here and expect anybody to be inspired by that. And so I've been inspired by Sean. Sean, I want to bring you in now. Uh Good to see you, Sean.
0: What's up, Jensen? How are you doing?
1: I'm fired up, man. You could tell that the intro was hyped. I'm, I'm excited about this conversation. It's a much needed conversation. It's going, well, I think we're going to have a lot of heavy moments and a lot of levity in this because it's this a serious issue. A lot of people are struggling. A lot of people are fighting for their survival of themselves, their business, their livelihood, their families, navigating what happens next. Yet in that are still, we need to create that hospitality, which I know is so important to you in every touch point, every interaction, internal, external guest, whatever that is. So that's what I'm excited to talk about. But first uh, tell us Cali Barbecue and Cali Barbecue Media Kind of talk about uh, what it is we're talking about. So what's, the, uh, what's the business model?
0: Absolutely. Um, first of all, I, I really appreciate you giving me this platform, Best Serve Podcast, the stuff that you're doing on Clubhouse, the stuff you're doing with the podcast, the stuff you're doing with content creation. You know, these are the conversations that need to happen. And anybody that's listening to this podcast, thank you. You know, Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for your curiosity. Thank you for wanting to be better. Um, yes. I want to be better every single day. I'm curious. My grandfather taught me. He was a medical doctor that was born in a village in Bulgaria on the other side of the world, born to be a farmer, and it was his yeah. love of reading, his love of uh, of learning that enabled him to give me this life of privilege. and. Now I own a barbecue restaurant. You know, We call ourselves a barbecue media company because we're serious about barbecue. Um, and we're here in San Diego, which is laughable to many people in the barbecue meccas of the world. Uh, we've learned how to do barbecue the right way. And we've also learned media. And by media, I'll get more into that. but. We look at digital marketing and social media marketing in a much different way because we needed to to do those skills in order to survive. We needed to figure out how to get people to care about our restaurant at a very difficult time. We opened in 2008 at the height of the economic recession, a very difficult location. They tell you location, location, location. Our location was told to me by industry experts, by people that I know, people that I trust, that I was out of my mind for opening at, um, in that part of San Diego. But we saw an opportunity, we saw an underserved community that if we brought in great food, we had phenomenal hospitality, we brought sports entertainment, maybe we could do something different and we could do something unique. And you know, it was very hard, to be honest with you. It was hard in the beginning uh, to pay payroll, it was hard to pay our bills, it was hard to learn how to run a business so many tools that we had to learn how to do, you know, going on restaurantowner.com, finding these incredible resources of yeah. independent restaurant owners that were doing it the right way, you know, doing a weekly financial statement. What what did that mean? How do you do a weekly inventory? All of those things we had to learn along the way, but also, you know, it was the growth of the smartphone. It was the growth of all of these different apps. So we didn't care how we got people into our restaurant. We just needed people to come in the doors. Um, so, you know, I talk about the first iPhone came out in 2007 on June 29, yep. 2007. I bring that up because it's not a long time. You know, we're only 14 years later and 14 years since that iPhone's come out. It's has cha- it's transformed everything, everything that we do, everything, every single thing that we do, every single app that's on there from Facebook to Instagram to Google to Yelp to Amazon, you name it, we're all digital. We're all in on digital. And if we didn't have to learn those skills we wouldn't be in the position where we consider ourselves a media company you know in the last four years we started a podcast to help other business owners literally learn what we learned how to do we were so tired of getting ignored by local media local press like we thought that we were doing something great with barbecue we had worked so hard on our craft how do we make great brisket how do we make great ribs and do something different in san diego because you know san diego's not known for doing craft barbecue And once we did that, we still were getting ignored. So we said, well, why don't we just learn how to share our own story? How do we start to share our own story online? How do we brand ourselves better online? And we started doing all these different things on Twitter, on Instagram, on Facebook, on Yelp, you name it, we learned audio, video, written word, and images. You know, one of the biggest things that we try to talk about on our podcast, Digital Hospitality, is how do we make things easier? know we don't we we live in such a complicated world but ultimately we're talking about digital storytelling and what do we do at our restaurant we serve great barbecue what's the problem with barbecue barbecue takes a long time to make and it takes expertise we've solved that problem so it's slow food and now we're doing it fast so we've gone all in on that um you know now we're 13 years later we've opened up our first our first uh, Ghost Kitchen location, which is our second location. Right, Sean. For- hold
1: up, I want to get into Ghost Kitchen, so I want to. Whew. <laughs> Everyone who, who's a regular of of tuning into our content can just tell that I am a buzz right now because you have basically hit seven of our ten ethos in four <laughs> minutes flat. My man, I appreciate yeah, that.
0: I to get, get more in, in, but I but Ooh. I time
1: starting with that family legacy right knowing where where you come from to know where you have an opportunity to go is so so important you know that was the bedrock of starting this show people people will joke about it all the time they're like i always love when you like awkwardly raise your phone into the screen to tell us something because this has changed everything and we are you know we're luddites in this industry we 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 use our hands we want to we want to touch that brisket for twelve hours in its process, we want to be a part of that. So it's hard for us to understand something when it's digital, right? It seems, it seems not real, you know. And advertising and marketing seem like a bunch of a bunch of voodoo or a bunch of double talk, right? So it's it's hard. So I appreciate you pointing that out. We have to start to think differently about the about the work that we're doing because, to your point, you are you took control of your own news cycle. Like you could could, took control of your own narrative and that's an opportunity. And now a responsibility that the businesses have to be able to do that, to tell those meaningful stories, because not only is the media not paying attention to San Diego barbecue, people who work in San Diego, in the hospitality industry aren't looking at San Diego barbecue. So you have a platform to speak to a broader, a broader audience than just getting some, some, coverage in the media. And that's what I really want to dig into your ability to tell those stories, the responsibility that you take to tell those stories. How is that now transitioning into the workplace? Because we know it's difficult right now, so many people are leaving the industry, because it's been exposed as vulnerable and toxic and so many things unsustainable for the individual, and potentially for the business model. How are you looking at your storytelling medium and media as, as a way to affect your workplace itself.
0: I mean, I think it's, it's a great question. I think there's something very important that I want to tell the listeners. It is scary to go live the first time. It is scary to do your first news interview. It is scary to go on radio the first time. It's scary to go on your first podcast and go, do I really sound like that? Did I stutter a lot, but. Ultimately, it's that fear and it's getting over the ego and starting to do it because if you don't start publishing, if you don't start recording and posting, you're never going to know what can happen down the line. And it's really it's a skill set. And one of the things that you know I'm starting to lean into is talking about. I, I have two small children. I have a four year old son. He's going to turn four and I have a two year old daughter. And I started thinking about what do we do with digital marketing and what do we do with digital media and how hard is it? Because I talk to restaurant owners, small business owners, entrepreneurs all the time about exactly what you said. You know, you showed up your smartphone, like literally every digital hospitality podcast. I go, you have a media machine in your pocket, but all the answers to whatever business you're in, if you're in marketing, if you're in sales, if you're the CEO, you've spent so much time pitching this idea of your business about where you're going, but you won't pitch to this. Like pitch, this like the selfie mode is something that we all need to get over and just start going (laughs) literally i can go in selfie mode and i can publish a 60 second video on instagram on twitter on linkedin to share our story and that has a playground so back to my kids i take my kids to the playground and what happens when you take your children to the playground the first time you know my daughter she's two so now she can walk but when I first take her to the playground, what does what does a child do? You have kids. What do they do?
1: Yeah, they, they're they nervous, right? They're nervous.
0: They, they don't know which piece of equipment they can use, right? Yeah. And
1: so, there's so many people running around. They're overwhelmed. Right. You can tell they're excited. They want to get in there. They just don't know where to start.
0: So then what do they do? They go to the path of least resistance, the thing that they feel the most comfortable with. They go to the small slide. My daughter goes, and she barely walks up the small slide. And then what happens? Like, as a dad, I'm fearful. I'm like, oh, my gosh, is she going to make it? Like, do I need to spot her? Is she going to be okay? But then she goes and then she goes down the slide and huge smile on her face. Next thing you know, she goes and she does it again. She's a little bit more confident. And like that digital playground, understanding like as owners, as people that are listening to this podcast, you have the opportunity. You feel that anxiety of like, I should be on TikTok. I should be on LinkedIn. I should be on these things, but I don't know how to do it you know how to do it if you know how to compose an email if you know how to listen to this podcast yeah you have the capabilities of doing all of these things you just have to get on the playground and you have to go and play because once she learns how to do the slide the next time she goes she's going to feel more comfortable to go chase her brother to the monkey bars or to the merry-go-round and then you start to understand this all this ecosystem it's all the same thing that we're talking about you know learn that digital playground and learn how to use that smartphone to capture content because that's where people are. When we go to do a job post, back to what your original question is, we are trying to find people. And one of the things I hate the most is hearing there's nobody that wants to work. And I believe that that's just false. Yep. There are 7.8 billion people on this planet. And if you have a restaurant, you have four open positions, and you can't fill those four open positions. There's something wrong with your culture. There's something wrong with your story. There's something seriously wrong with your brand and you need to re-figure out what is it? Who are we and what are we all about?
1: That's it. That is taking responsibility and accountability at like every single level, because that's the truth. There are people out there that are your people. They just don't know it yet. Yes. And you haven't met them yet, why? Because you haven't gone out and communicated that this is who you are. This is what you stand for. This is what they can expect when they come to engage, to be a part of that culture. And restaurants are not monolithic. Yes. Like, and sometimes we say, oh, you've worked in a restaurant. You must know. Why? <laughs> like, I need to know what you're all about. What experience I'm going to have at Cali Barbecue. Not right. at any other place anywhere. because here's the thing, like a lot of people are are doing that on the workplace side, but then they're spending all this time and effort trying to distinguish themselves on the consumer side or the media side. It's like, why are we putting in the same amount of effort? See, people pay attention now, right? Before cooks didn't know what was happening in the consumer market or the media market. Now they have this, they know everything about what's happening and somebody else is telling them a better story. And it might be a different industry. That's what we're seeing right now. So, the opportunity is there. The effort that you put into external marketing, I truly believe, and clearly you do too. Internal marketing has to have the same, if not more, if not more, storytelling. And so, I want to talk about some specifics. You know, uh, I kind of uh, joked about it a little bit, but you're doing some stuff very differently. You mm-hmm. know? You are going on TikTok and standing up on a pillar outside of the front of the restaurant, waving a sign around. I, I saw another video where, you were waving a sign at a, at a landing airplane. And and, you know, it's just like that. You're, you're just trying to communicate differently. You're not posting the uninspired job posts. It's just, I can't fucking stand it anymore, Sean. I can't see these job posts. Like who the hell is going to go when there's a thousand job posts that say exactly the same thing? Why would anybody apply at your place? So where did that approach specifically come from? Of Trying to just Do a different type of job post.
0: You know, I think one of the most important things about social is to stand out. You know, the most important thing, you know, first of all, I want to give the restaurants credit for being on social and posting. Because that is a step ahead of other restaurants that are just going on Craigslist or on Indeed and posting there and expecting to find talent. Like you have to go where people are. And if you're not going to where people are, which is if you go to the app store on your phone, you go to the most downloaded free apps. Those are all the social media sites where everyone is. That's where all the attention is. I mean, this isn't some big secret that people are on Facebook. Like, people are on Facebook. And if you don't believe in Facebook, maybe you believe in Instagram. There's people on Instagram. And if you don't believe in Instagram, maybe you believe in Google. Like, <laughs> either way, there's some digital playground that you believe in. You need to lean into that digital playground. But you also need to do things differently. You know, do things to stand out. And, you know, one of the, you know, my professors, my silent mentor is Gary Vaynerchuk. And I'm sure he's one of yours as well. You know. He is setting the bar for giving out free content to what you can do differently as a business owner, how a business can become a media company, because essentially that's what we are. We're doing things that other businesses aren't doing. And we've been doing that because out of necessity, you know, we had to do it in order to survive. But we've learned the skill set. And by learning the skill set, we know that it's no longer just about us. It's about our brand about our community. It's about our village. It's about the people that work behind the scenes in our business. It's our vendor partners. And we're learning that we've learned so much in 13 years about how to share our story that we're teaching our tech partners that are, you know, tech forward companies that we're literally creating digital assets for them that help them sell their products in ways that they can't sell because of our authenticity from our voice. So back to the TikTok example, you know, my wife decided, you know, hey, let's, film something funny, you know, and I just decided, Hey, let's film something funny that we're posting instead of just posting, you know, a static image, a graphic that says Cali barbecue is hiring. What what's working right now? Native video works short native video. Literally Instagram created Instagram reels because TikTok's popularity because TikTok was so popular they created and they've invested so heavily on Instagram reels. So that's a 30 second video with music. But with music, you're not gonna convey, you know, who we are and what we're doing. So I just made a sign and the sign you can see whether you're scrolling or you're not that we're hiring. And then you see, it's got, you know, Biggie Smalls or, you know, uh, Imagine Dragons, whatever that music is. It just, it makes you stop and think. And I can't tell you how many people, not directly, but indirectly. So it's somebody that follows us that believes in our brand. They go, oh, my daughter, she's looking for work. When can she come interview? Oh, we're having open interviews on Thursday after our manager meeting. Please send her down at that time. Like that's where the connection is. And that's the power of social. That's the power of getting your brand out there, getting your story out there, knowing that they have a connection. This father who has interacted with our brand, who has come to our restaurant, his daughter's come to our restaurant. They, he sees this ridiculous video of me in front of the airplane, you know, as if I'm trying to like, you know, recruit somebody off of the airplane landing in San Diego, but no, he sees that it goes into his feed and then he goes and he shares it with his daughter. Now that becomes the recruiting tool for us. You know, it's crazy too, because I'm watching, I'm watching late night shows like, you know, Stephen Colbert and Jimmy Kimmel, they're both doing bits, literally comedy bits about TikTok becoming a platform for hiring. Like, oh, this is ridiculous. It's not ridiculous at all. It's one of the smartest things that I've ever heard. TikTok going all in on hiring. What more do you need to know about somebody than a 60 second video? Literally, like why are we requiring people to come in with a resume? And I'm guilty of it. I'm literally guilty of before saying, in order to have an interview, you need to come and bring a resume. And I thought that was, that showed me that they were serious about the job. It's like, listen, if you're working in the hospitality business, what do you need to know about a, a resume? Like, that's a ridiculous requirement. You don't need to know that. But are you willing to show me who your personality is? Because we're a people business. Even if you're in the heart of the house, you need to be able to work with people. And if you lean into that, and now we, you know, talk about the the blending of an in real life and a digital experience, like, we want content creators. We want people who... It's not a it's not a stigma when you go to other workplaces and it's like, oh, don't be on social media. Like, we want you to be on social media. We're encouraging you and we're gonna teach you how to be better on social media because we know in turn that's gonna create an environment that's gonna be better for Cali Barbecue, it's gonna be better for the West Coast barbecue movement, it's gonna be better for that person to grow in their career no matter where they choose to go.
1: Sean, oh man, preach, brother. Uh, TikTok as <laughs> a hiring. I've been all in on that for a minute now. And people people roll their eyes on I me. Mean, even before TikTok, I was like, Instagram is a place where you could be hiring. The, one of the reasons, this is strength and weakness. I talk about this a lot. We are so instant gratification. We're so short-term thinking in this industry. It means that we're very in the moment, which allows us the opportunity to be counter punchers and really, really meet people in the moment for what they need in hospitality. So, tacticians which Usually means we're not long-term thinkers, we don't have the strategy. And so one of the things that I hear from what you're talking about with the, the daughter and father scenario is people are like, that's for kids. And that's not even true anymore. But let's just let's right. just stay there. TikTok's right. 14-year-old girls lip syncing to Katy Perry songs. Okay, maybe. Yet the reality is 14, 15, 16, 17-year-olds are decision makers on, on purchasing. Yes. Right. So let's talk about the guest side. Huge opportunity that the the 14 year old girl is going to tell mom and dad where the hell we're going to eat. Make the reservations on the phone. Right. Get the menu up on the phone. That's going to be that decision maker. Let's talk about the other side of that equation. Hiring. That dad saying you're going to get your first job and check out Cali Barbecue. Love their content. Love their videos. That's a reality that you're discussing. The other thing is what happens long term? If you're only hiring for your restaurant today, your restaurant is not going to make it three years, four years, five years. Are you hiring for three years from now? Because that 15-year-old, 16-year-old is now in college. They're going to need a job or they're going to need a place to spend their dad's money, whatever that scenario is, right? That is the long-term thinking. That's the opportunity that's created by that content. So the other side of what you said is, you're cultivating a creative medium, right? We are in the relationship business, the people business, a creative, a creative outlet. Yes. Content creators, they have the same mindset as a chef. They just may not be creating food in the way that you are or a bartender or a hospitality professional creating a memorable experience. So you're cultivating content creators. That's already what we are. We yep. just have chosen restaurants at the, as the medium and are still catching up to this being a new way to communicate who we are as creatives. So talk about that a little bit specifically, because you have a unique way you go about that. You're not just a restaurant. And we know we've done this badly in restaurants. We're like, hey, 21 year old kid, you know, stuff about Instagram. Why don't you just post things? Because I hear you're supposed to post stuff on social media. And now we're putting the responsibility of our business because this is all marketing and advertising that exists today this yep. is all the attention graph that exists today it's the only opportunity your business has to succeed and so we're we're passing off that responsibility to the 21 year old kid first touch on that as a irresponsibility of business and second i know you're putting a lot of time and effort into cultivating them as creators as contributors
0: sure well i'm gonna give you tell you a story um the best I like way stories to, the, the best way to illustrate essentially what our digital hospitality thesis is. And that's that every business needs to be digital first and every business needs to be in the hospitality business. Now the powerful thing is that we're all in the hospitality business. So we have such a competitive advantage once we unlock and realize what we're doing. And once we unlock and realize that this can just capture what we're already doing, we're already doing it. This smartphone can go turned on and can capture what we're already doing. But there's, a tool that restaurant owners have used for years. And it's a sign. It's a sign that you put in the restaurant. And in the sign, it says, please seat yourself. So we've all walked into a restaurant. There's no host there. And there's a sign that says, please seat yourself. Mm. What does that sign? Why, why does a restaurant owner put that sign up there?
1: Oh, real question? Yeah, real question. Oh, well, they put it up there for two reasons. One, they don't want to staff that position potentially. right? <laughs> right. 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 And, and number two, to try and cut down on the awkwardness of people looking around, waiting, 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 and it's Earthful still awkward no matter what.
0: Correct. So it's a hospitality hack, yeah. essentially is what it is. We're trying to replace a person with a sign that says, please seat yourself. And we've all walked in, whether we own a restaurant or not, we all know this happens. You walk in, you get excited because you get to go seat yourself. You go and you seat yourself, and then what happens? You get terrible service. You get terrible hospitality because it is a slow period of the day. One of the things that we did in our restaurant early on, Eric, my general manager, myself, Corey, who's my business partner, when we started. We're like our restaurant is laid out really awkwardly. So there's different rooms. Like it's it's just an awkward. You a floor plan of it. Correct. The oh, floor okay. plan was it was it yeah. was just a weird layout. And we said, what if we invest in hospitality? And what if we always hire and pay for a host to be at the front of the restaurant, no matter what time of the day, even the non-peak hours. So in between lunch and dinner, when we all know it's slow and the restaurant, all the restaurant playbooks tell you to you know, have your manager cover the door. We know that he'll never cover the door and he'll never give you a hospital. He'll never, he'll, it will always be an awkward experience. Well, what happened is we started building this culture of no matter who came in the restaurant, they were welcomed. They were greeted whenever they left, they were thanked. And we built this business based off of an investment on hospitality. Now what we decided to do was what if we did that digitally? What if we invested digitally in hospitality so that no matter if somebody wrote a comment on our Facebook wall, we responded to that comment, not in two days, not in 24 hours, but we responded in real time, in a reasonable amount of time. What if we responded to a tweet? What if we responded to every single Yelp review, whether it was a one star or five star? What if we responded to every Google inquiry? What if we did that across all these digital platforms and we built the habit, the skill to do it. Now, all of a sudden we're playing digitally and in real life. And we're creating opportunity for ourselves to stand out as a brand and to create, Oh shit moments, because that's what it's all about. It's about memorable
1: moments. Yes. That's it. Sean, I am, I'm fired up. I know we got to like end this episode at some point. I don't know that I want to, and this is why we're, we're doing two parts, everybody, so tune back in because we're gonna get even more into the storytelling side next week with Sean on a on a series of Tell Your Best Story, where we're gonna focus more on that story. But this, table touch. This is a table touch, Sean, is yep. what you're talking about. We keep hitting them up. You wouldn't walk by a table and they say something to you and you just walk by them. So it's it's so important that we recognize that. You know, one of the things we've been talking about this a lot during this month of mental health awareness, because Mental health is scary. Digital advertising is scary. Social media is scary. Going live that first time is scary. Understood. So what are the things that we do really well, that we are masters of in this industry? How do we take those strengths, understand what they actually are, and deploy them against things that we aren't good at? And so we are very good at those table touches of creating those oh shit moments. You can do that right here every single time and to your point in real time yeah Guest guess ask you for something you're like you know like you know, i'll be back in three hours <laughs> no you are going to make sure that instantly they have exactly what they need and so appreciate you pointing that out i want to finish with this so much more to talk about i'm so glad we have another episode to do such one of the things that's been important as we at Best Served are really working behind the scenes to develop workplaces worth working, right? We have the media side and then we have the creative side where we're really trying to understand the business model because we can't keep putting on a different color lipstick on the same pig. We can't start. We have to change. We have to make fundamental change and exponential change versus these incremental things we keep doing and expecting different results, right? And so. One of the things we've been talking about a lot is this job story. This has been stuck in my mind. You mentioned it. It's like we're managing these pieces of paper that have nothing to do with humans. We've told them your resume can't do this. It has to do this. You can only be this. It, it, it needs to say this. Don't say this. And We wonder why everyone's resume says exactly the same thing, which is absolutely nothing. And yep. job descriptions, job posts have become so... Copy and paste that they say nothing, they mean nothing. There's no distinct difference. The amount of memes out there with talking about how fake a job post is are just ridiculous. And we've become caricatures of ourselves. So, with that, we need to start telling meaningful stories and creating the opportunity to build a relationship in that intersection, be it a TikTok video or a formal interview or a virtual interview, whatever that is. So one of the things, and you're going to be the very first shot. I'm so excited and so grateful, but we want to start seeing owner operators, managers doing those 60 second videos. Yep. And tell me why, why should I come and work with you, work for you? What is the value that you're going to bring to me as, as an individual, as a as a 17 year old kid looking to get into this industry, who's inspired by San Diego movement of barbecue, West coast barbecue. So I wanna have you do the first ever 60 seconds. Give me the pitch, the spiel. Why, why, what is the job story? Why should I come work at Cali barbecue? Go for it.
0: Do you believe in hospitality? Do you believe in taking care of people? Do you believe in social media? Has somebody told you that you're on social media too much? We believe in social media. We believe in taking care of people. My name is Sean Walcheff. I'm the owner of Cali barbecue media. We are looking for creatives like you. If you want to get into the hospitality business, there is no better time to get into the hospitality business. We take care of people in real life and we take care of people digitally. We're also looking for content creators, and we want to foster an environment to help you learn how to use your iPhone to take better iPhone food photos, to take better videos, and to also take care of people and create memorable moments that will make an incredible change in your life as well as theirs. Hire, come check us out, calibarbecue.media. My name is Sean, I'm here for you.
1: I'm coming, man. I'm coming back to my hometown area. You know, I'm a San Diego kid too. I think I need a job, man. I will be that. I'll be that host for you. I think I'm gonna. I'm gonna come guest uh, a host for you one of these days when I when wow. I come back at home. That's this. That's it, man. That's what we need. We need you to inspire us. I'm inspired, and I think that's like that's oh. a shift, man. It's a shift in the narrative.
0: At the end of the day, anybody that's listening to this podcast, you, you believe in something yes you believe in something you are your own you're the mayor of whatever you believe in you need to pitch that pitch it online and guess what you're it probably isn't going to be perfect but you need to publish it
1: yes and
0: move on and then the next day try it again and the next day try it again and exponentially over time you're going to have the confidence that you need but you're also going to gain the traction it's all about what's the roi the roi of not doing it of going i heard it on that podcast best serve had this great podcast i i was in my car i was all fired up and then i never made a video yeah or i made one video and it got 10 views and then i never made another video
1: yeah that's continue. the thing
0: you gotta make the commitment to do it over and over and over again and you'll look back in a year in two years be like i can't believe i was discriminating the biggest tool in my pocket
1: yeah, we can't get caught up in the vanity metrics, and that's easy because you're judged on every single plate. I understand that mindset. It's a big shift in mindset, which is something you and I work on a lot. You, you inspired me to do something else. It, it just came to me. I started Best Serve Podcast as, as an audio only, and the first time I went live on Facebook was on March 18, 2020, when everything started to burn around the industry. And yeah. I did not stop going live for over five months, seven days a week we were on. Yeah. All of that, though, started four months earlier on this. Yes. Because Gary V was talking to Chase Jarvis and said, you can go on Anchor. You can make a podcast on your phone. And three weeks later, the Best Serve podcast launched November 18th, 2019. All I did was plug a headset into this and... Right. I'm gonna post a video, I gotta find it, of me in my car outside of my gym with two hoodies hung up around me to make a sound studio recording an episode of the podcast. Yeah, there you go. Here here we are today as, as a voice that is here to amplify the worth and work of people who feed their community. It started right here on an anchor app because I did listen to that podcast and I said, fuck it. It's time for me to do something, use my voice, and so I appreciate you highlighting that. I'm going to find that video, post it, tag you in it, of course.
0: And anybody that's listening to this, post your video and tag both uh, Chef Jensen Cummings yes. and Sean P. Walchef, and we will reshare your
1: videos. Yes.
0: It's all about community. We have to support each other and like just jump off the cliff. You got to
1: do it. That's it. That's it. Be fearless in that. Sean, I'm excited to talk to you again next week. I'm already ready for the next sets of conversation we're going to have. Uh, Everybody, Sean, Wild Cali Barbecue Media out in San Diego. Sean, we'll let you get back to it. Have a great day. Appreciate you, brother. All right. Cheers. All right, everybody. That is it. fire episode. I have been so excited. Uh, A month ago when we started talking about Sean and I being on each other's shows, I was like, we got to get you two episodes on our show. And what a great way to start it. Think differently on restaurant hiring. Have to do it. Sean laid out multiple ways we talked about multiple ways that you can start to shift the conversation and start to really attract the future of your business that's the opportunity and the responsibility that is clearly being expected now and I understand the struggle on all sides this is going to be the way forward that is it for this episode again this was Besser podcast 320 and I appreciate all of you go out create make something today put it out there. Tell us who you are. You'll be surprised how many people start to find you. And yes, tag at Chef Jensen Cummings, at Best Served Podcast, at Sean P. Walshef, at Cali Barbecue, and we will help to amplify you and what you're all about. That's it. Cheers. Thanks for listening to
0: the Best Served Podcast. Subscribe to our show and connect with us on social media at Best Served Podcast. Tune in next week to discover more unsung hospitality heroes.